Well, greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, Lord Commander of the Nerds Watch, a man who definitely knows that there ain't no basement in the Alamo, but there's a tool shed, Sir Christopher. We are also joined by our executive producer, resident artist, female perspective, the Dottie to our PW, Spider Jen. Hi. We're in week five of our cross-country tour of America's most haunted locations. We find ourselves hitchhiking along a lonely stretch of highway due to the Ecto-1 being, well, blown up. Thanks, Jim. Ugh, this is so boring. Chris, you might be interested to know that this stretch of highway is supposedly haunted by a ghost semi. Really? Did you read that in your Fromers, Mr. Wizard? Yeah, years ago, there was a horrible accident, and the ghost of the driver is supposed to haunt these highways, and even, occasionally, picks up hitchhikers. Hey, why aren't the cars stopping? Well, the road is pretty deserted. Maybe you should show him a little leg. Stand back, guys. I got this. I got this! Thank you for thank you so much for for picking us up. Whew. Some night, huh? On this very night, ten years ago, along this same stretch of road, in a dense fog, just like this, I saw the worst accident I ever seen. There was this sound, like a garbage truck. Dropped off the Empire State Building. Jeez, Captain Chatterbox. We don't need to hear your whole life story. Chris, the driver's a little creepy. If by creepy you mean as transparent won't shut the hell up, then yeah. Chris, I, I think what Jen is trying to point out is we're in the ghost truck. Still better than Uber. Hang on to your hobo bindle, gang, and get your ears on, because you are just in time for another exciting episode of the Just Us Nerds podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Oh yeah. On the road again. I just can't wait to get on the road again. There's something about trucker life, right? Yeah. It's, just, it's just awesome. I, just I got my trucker cap, get your, and I got my and, bubble vest. And and what what other cliches can we? I got throw my in my chaw. You got you got your chum. Your your no not your chum. That's when you're. That's that's what you do. Fish. Your chew. Your you chew. Got your, you I got, got my chew. chew. I got red cheeks. You got your dip. 
Yeah. Jen, you got your dip? Is your dip in? No, that's gross. Are you dipping? <laughs> I got a Slim Jim. You got a Slim Jim. All right. All right. Well, hey, guys. Hey, gang. Yeah. Jen, so so nice of you to come all the way out west and to, to join us on our hey. uh, on our cross-country tour. How did you get here? That's for me to know and you to find out. <laughs> she has teleportation powers, and she just doesn't want to tell us. Uh, I knew she was a superhero. Yeah, that's what, exactly what it is. Um, so, how, how's everyone doing? How, you doing Yay! all right, buddy? How, yeah, how you let's been? go, man. Um, well, I, uh, I, I, you know, been reading a couple different things right now. Um, I, you know, on the side of uh, Marvel, uh, what most recently sticks in my mind. I saw this and I will tell you I'm in I'm going to read it but it was not uh it it hasn't not uh came in front of me yet. It so it's not it's not raising. Raising. <laughs> it didn't came in it didn't, didn't come in front didn't of me. Didn't come in front of me yet. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Um so it's Deadpool kills the Marvel universe again again, again. and it literally says it, Oh yeah yeah. Uh, wait, isn't this like the sec- third time? No, no, no. Uh, to my knowledge, now you you may be privy to something that I'm not, but to my knowledge, this is the second time that Marvel has had Deadpool kill the whole Marvel universe. Are they just going to do this as an annual, or I I don't know. So, um, Jen, you're you're familiar with the character of Deadpool, right? Uh, yeah, but I've never heard of this. Oh, okay. Well, this is kind of it's done as sort of a one-off story. Yeah. So this has nothing to do with the entire Marvel universe. It it, it only includes the characters. It, it's pretty it's, much what it, it is. Oh, I thought this like sparked the new rebirth or something. No, well, it should. No, no, no. It, it it takes place out of continuity. So they've already done this story once before where uh, Deadpool basically kills off all of the Marvel universe because he's like the perfect assassin for Marvel because he can't die, he can't do all that kind of stuff, and he's crazy enough to be able to kill every single member. But but funny enough, the only thing that was really holding him back was the fact that he was crazy. And so right. the first story kind of posits the idea, well, what would happen? It's sort of like a really twisted what-if story. Yeah, uh, it really if, is. If, if you cured uh, Deadpool of his uh, insanity, he would be the most lethal character right. in right. The, the Marvel Universe. Although you got to kind of laugh because... He, they've also done this before with Punisher. So they had, like, Punisher kills the Marvel Universe. Yeah, but at least that one was kind of interesting. No, I thought d- the first Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe was interesting. It just, I find it funny. It's like, it all depends on who your writer is. Right, right. You can, you can turn, you could turn Squirrel Girl into the most deadly character in the Marvel Universe if you wanted to. We could turn Spider-Gen into the most deadly character in the Marvel Universe if, if we wanted. I think she already is. She is. She, she is. She's, a, she's fierce. She's like, she's like... You know, seventy pounds of fierce. You know, just stuffed into a fifty-pound bag. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> so, um, so this story, I, I think th- they probably have a lot of fun with this. You know, you know how last time with Jim, how we were talking about how do you save comics? Right, and, right. And one of the ways that you save comics is I think y- you get out of the box. It's like in in the main continuity. Phrasing. You, you can't <laughs> you can't kill off characters, uh, but when you do a story like. Well, Deadpool. like this one, because they're going to die, but then again, you know, it has nothing to do with the continuity of the Marvel Universe that's going on in that world. Wh- yeah. Which frees you up to tell an interesting story. Now, now this story, I, I'll, I don't want to spoil too much of Please it. Please don't. But what I'm enjoying about it is, is it's actually told in kind of a creepy way, because, like, Deadpool is killing off these different Marvel characters, yeah. and it's done in, like, the most, like, sinister, like, just gruesome kind of ways. But what makes it even more creepy is, so uh, 
you just it's not a spoiler to give away that Deadpool is being in this story he's being controlled by someone else. So oh, so someone really? is But is, we don't know who yet. We don't you find out. I, I mean you won't know cuz I'm not going to tell you, okay. but if you read the story you'll you'll find out who. And um there are these kind of creepy moments where like Deadpool when he's actually in the act of killing the heroes in his mind he is hallucinating something completely different. So like he'll be hallucinating that he's having a team up with Spider-Man and like uh like fighting Doom's robots or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, something, something like that. But it's done in a completely like campy style. So if you've if you've ever read any of the Deadpool so books, it's kind of like do you remember when in Old Man Logan where he killed the entire X-Men? So it's kind of like that, but they kind of made it goofy. It, it is in that, um, y- yes, yes, first okay. of all, yes. All right. But if you've read any of the Deadpool books, it's done very, Deadpool is now a very tongue-in-cheek, very slapstick character. He does kind of like zany things. But this fuses that in a really kind of creepy oh, way. Nice. So he's having these really zany adventures in his mind while he's actually performing these very gruesome murders. So yeah. it's it's actually kind of, it's a little disturbing it reminds me i remember there was a a, a movie that came out a while it's back called voices yes with uh, ryan, ryan reynolds, reynolds of all that people was the worst movie i have ever seen she ever. thought it was supposed to be a comedy and she goes let's watch this let's watch this no, and we sit down no. and we watch if you it. watch the trailer it, it is funny hilarious. i right. will say that because the heads that he kills he decapitates these women and yeah. the heads are actually talking spoiler alert and it, you know he's a killer but the thing is is you find out that like you know, his apartment and all this kind of stuff is not what it seems. And, and it's just everything's got like this shroud over it and everything. At a couple moments, the shrouds get ripped off and you're like, oh, my God, this is basically a horror movie. And and that's kind of that yeah. tone. I have not seen. And that what's movie. kind of funny is it's Ryan Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Dead, Deadpool himself. So. So, yeah, I, and I, I didn't do my homework for the show, unfortunately. So I can't give you uh, any of the information about who's writing it and who the illustrator is. I, I can tell you that I like the artwork. I mean, the artwork's decent. And um, they're doing there. It is not a rehashing of the first story. So it's like you're thinking, how much more can they do with that story? They've already had Deadpool. Uh, kill the Marvel Universe once, how is this not boring? In in my mind, it's not, because they're taking a different perspective on the story. And they actually have uh, something that they didn't have in the first story is there is a group of heroes that are kind of acting as detectives, and they're kind of trying to track Deadpool down. They're trying to solve the mystery of, first of all, who's killing these heroes? And then second of all, okay, once they discover it's Deadpool, what's his motivation why is he doing it? So if you're looking for kind of a combination of uh, macabre and sort of action and sort of uh, kind of a, a good throwaway story, uh, I, I'd recommend it. I, I liked so, it. All right. I'm, I'm a little confused. Sure, sure. So if he thinks he's having these, like, crazy team-ups in his head, yeah, is he, like, planning it and talking to himself or is it just kind of like spur of the moment like oh hey there's this guy fighting this guy let me join in and help they don't quite show you that they show you just kind of more in the moment like when he's in the act like i'll i'll give you i'll just give you the setup so it's not going to be uh, uh he at one point uh he kills one of the spider-men Okay, oh. so that we've got Miles Morales, Spider-Man, and Peter Parker. So at some point in the story, he kills one of the, the which one? The Spider-Man. Me, okay. <laughs> so he kills he kills Peter Parker wearing the Venom symbiote. Oh, cool! And, Wait, uh, he wears. Yes, Deadpool yes, does. Because first, Deadpool kills Eddie Brock, 
and he takes the oh, Venom nice. symbiote. Nice. And it's also it's got those elements of slapstick in it because when they find Eddie Brock's body, he's dead in his apartment, but the the apartment is full of used air horns. Now, why would there be used air horns? Because Sonic Blast is the only thing that's the uh, uh, weapon against the symbiote. So I'm just imagining Deadpool killing <laughs> Venom in the <laughs> most like zaniest of. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, we got a yeah after post production a little uh, bit of no we're fine yeah I'll put those <laughs> in there don't worry um, so so then he gets the Venom symbiote and so when he's fighting Spider Man in his mind this is what I found so funny do you remember like the old comic books from like the 1970s when they would do commercials for Hostess cakes yeah and Spider Man would be like eating the Hostess yeah. cakes yeah. well in Deadpool's hallucination. He and Spider-Man are in a tasty cake eating contest against the Blob. Oh, I love it! And so he he's got to try to eat as many of the tasty cakes as he can. Uh, Raspberry-filled tasty cakes. Uh, when we pull back the shroud, so to speak, uh, that ain't tasty cakes that Deadpool's eating. Is he What's eating? People? Uh, that's some spider brains Ugh. that, that oh, wow. he's eating. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's dark. It's, gonna, yeah, it sounds. It's kind of a dark comedy. So I'd be interested. Uh, yeah, maybe we could talk about it at a later show. I do have a little bit of Marvel news. Marvel news. All right, um, Marvel news. Something with this. I don't know if you guys have seen the the latest cover, but uh, did you know that James Rhodes? is no longer the commander of the War Machine set. That is right. Did you hear about this, Jen? No. Do you know who has she it? She sounds like angry no. that she sounds like angry that no one told yeah. her like this no. Is, Nobody tells me nothing. <laughs> this is literally I mean, it's the the embodiment of War Machine. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. Like James Rhodes is somebody whose military has always, you know, followed the rules, always tries to do the right thing at, you know all the time. He's, a, he's Captain America in some ways. He really kind of is, because I think it's the military, you know, aspect of it. Sure, sure. Do you know who has it now? No. Mr. Frank Castle. Really? The the actual war machine now has a war machine suit. You know, when I saw this, at first I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. And then when I thought about it more, I was like, Okay. <laughs> I mean, no offense, but uh, he was Captain America for a little while, if you remember. He put on a Captain America-inspired like suit. suit, but he was not. He was not Captain. And America, rumors were but, that he was going to be Captain America. But but you know what, Chris? Okay, you know what? I, I I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm yeah? with you. I, I like that. That's I want to. I, mean, I was like, I want to see what he's gonna do. Just the picture alone. I mean, you talk about the most overpowered vigilante Here, ever. I'll, I'll show you the cover. Yeah, I've I've seen that. So, um, I, I think just the image alone was enough to get my. And I'm I'm not. Uh, I don't usually read the Punisher, and uh, I, I I do read Iron Man, but I, I don't think War Machine had his own book. No, but, no. But it was enough to to get me interested. I was like, okay, I I, I want to check this out. So that, that that's kind of cool. Yeah, pull pull that up. Uh, maybe uh, we can get signal yeah, yeah, yeah. out here in uh, BFE. Um, so. Other side of the pond, uh, so DC. Uh, I've, I've been uh, – a couple things most recently that I've read uh, in DC. Uh, of course, we had a big event happen this past week uh, with uh, – it's called Dark Knight's Metal. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is kind of part of uh, – this is a major event that DC is pushing that uh, I, I think is part of, like, expanding their brand. So trying to, st- again, step outside of the box – uh, tell kind of unique and, and interesting stories. Um, 
I may need to go back and reread this because I read this last night, and I got to be honest, my response was, meh. No, you're not. You're not alone. I literally read, like I said, about um, probably about fifty percent through the first issue, and I'm just meh. So, can you guys explain this to me? Because I'm thinking Batman joins a metal band. <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> dead, dead parents. No parents. Dead, dead. That's exactly what it is. He joins a metal band, and he is a total prima donna, and uh, he's lead man on the guitar. Yes. Cool. Um. No. So, he, so I, I will f- fill you in as best I can, Jen, because uh, to to be honest, this is one of those stories. It's kind of one of my complaints about the story is you really needed to read a lot of the uh, build up stories to the story to kind of understand. Yeah, you really had to read happening. everything, otherwise you were lost. They, they had some, so there were some other stories that were sort of the, uh, uh, what, what do you call it, the premers or kind of the, the foreshadowing. What, what's that? Precursors? Precur- yeah, a precursor. But um, in, in a nutshell, this is me in a nutshell. Well, how did I get inside this nutshell? What kind of nut would have a shell that's this big? This is really, if you folks at home could see this, it's really quite hilarious. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So, there is the the DC is unveiling what they call their dark universe. So the the dark universe, it's and, and I was having trouble following the logic of it as I was as much as you can follow it's the logic. Called a money grab, of, buddy. Of, of, a, of a comic book story. It's called a money grab. So in the in the DC universe, so there's the 52 known universes. So you have 52 alternate versions of reality, which are part of the matter universe. Then you got your antimatter universe. But then literally, and, and in the story, they literally have like a, like a map. Here, here, hold on real quick. I want to yeah. interrupt. Uh, can you see it? Yeah. Yeah, that is the, uh, yeah, the, 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 the picture Frank of Frank Castle, Castle wearing the, the war machine suit. Yeah, I mean, it's it got, definitely got me But to be honest, interested. it's very fitting. No, no, I, I, totally. Like, like I, I said, I was like, of all people, I was like. Yeah. At, at first when I saw it, I was like, you know, nah. And then I was like, okay. Right. Um, Anyways, back to DC. I'm sorry. Yeah. So no, that's okay. So um, the, literally during the story, so Jen, they have a. There's a point in the story where the Justice League is meeting with uh, uh, Captain Exposition. Uh, basically, you know, the the lady who's kind of giving all of the. It, it's actually it's interesting. It's Kendra Saunders, formerly Hawkgirl. Yeah. And uh, and so she's you know giving the exposition of the story, and she's basically trying to explain to the Justice League what the Dark Universe is. And it goes a little something like this. So imagine, if you will, I'm holding the piece of paper. It's a dossier. And on, and on the front of the piece of paper we have, okay, so here are the 52 known universes. And on the inside here we've got the Matter Universe. And on the outside we have the Antimatter Universe. And they're like, well, okay, well, what else is there beyond that? And they go, literally, and she flips it over, and it's just the back of the map. And she's like, that's the Dark Universe. And is <laughs> so it's, it's basically every closet when the door is closed. So yeah, it, 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 yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like it's Schrodinger's cat with the lid closed. It, I, I suppose, or it's it's like the evil universe, which I I suppose like in the in the fifty two they already had like an evil. We had that because they had the Injustice League. I know. Well, they're eviler. It's an eviler universe. Do you think there's an evil in? Might be. So, are the bad guys the good guys, or are they more? They're more evil. evil. Th- that's what I don't understand. I, I, I well, see, that was the thing I liked about the Injustice League, was that the bad guys were the good guys, that uh, Lex Luthor was the leader of, of the Legion of Doom, but he was trying to stop uh, Ultraman. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like there's... Right? Ultraman. Yeah, Ultraman. No, yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, see, all right, all right. Um, So, 
there's more. I, I'm sure there's. You need to read more than just issue one of of metal to really kind of understand what, what's happening. But a set, I, I'm going to tell you what I know just from reading the promos of this. There is basically going to be an army of evil Batman. I, yeah, I'm not and, making and this now shit here's up. Here's the thing: the, the the covers that I've seen has Batman taking over, like killing all the Green Lanterns, becoming the Green Lantern, becoming the King of Atlantis. Um, killing Superman and taking his powers somehow. And every cover has Batman. Here, I'll, I'll show you some of the covers. So it, it, it's basically... And I, it's hard for me... I, I'm going to preface this by saying, Jen, that I am still making up my mind how I feel about this. So what I'm sharing now about the story is just my reaction after having read it last night. And I may need some time... You, you ever read a story sometime that maybe you don't like it at first, but then after it marinates for a little while, you're like, okay... Can someone please write Death Metal Batman? <laughs> well, I think that's what they're trying to... That's Seriously, Jen, that's why they're going for that. Like, they're going for, like, that metal, like, yeah, like, anthrax, like, kind of, you know, 80s metal hairband kind of feel for this. Um, there's going to be some spoilers as I'm talking about this, so if you haven't read Dark Metal... So here's uh, the first Knight one. Metal, it's called uh, Batman... Hold on, hold on. Ahead. God, hold on. So... You're talking about the comic covers. I am talking about the comic covers. So this is called Batman the Red Death. He has killed the Flash and is now the Flash. He looks ridiculous. Look at this. Is it is it that he's killed the Flash or I don't is know. it that the Flash the Flash of that universe is a Batman? Because one of the one of the spoilers That's kind of dumb. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying right now I'm kind of meh on the story. Part of uh, to be honest, part of it it feels like I know I know all endeavors in an industry are could be considered cash grabs, but this really feels like a cash grab because it's like, okay, what's hot right now? Everybody's, you know, loves Batman. So what can we do? Okay, let's create an army of Batman and let's make him evil. And yeah. kind of sounds like a zombie movie where Batman bites you and you become Batman. Yeah, 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 kind of. I mean, it's it's like everyone is just losing there's their... there's Batman as Green Lantern. There's Batman as Green Lantern. Can we, um, Chris, maybe later, could you upload some of those covers yeah, I can, to, to our, our Facebook page? Um, because the podcast just doesn't do them justice. Um, but, you know, I, I, I guess that's kind of where I'm sort of meh about it because just the, the premise so far hasn't grabbed me. It's it, it, it doesn't feel like anything that we haven't seen already and another one of the major spoilers that we find out uh, in the story and if you've read it halfway through then yeah, you've yeah. gotten to this point that there's this dark universe uh, it's trying to invade our universe and the key to the invasion is me is is bat no no is batman what? is okay okay all right well is you you're, you're batman of, yeah. of of our earth but uh, okay. i am the poor batman you're the poor man's batman but um poor the, the, man. key, the key to is is is, change. is Batman? Um, I don't know. I just I, I'm I'm not I'm hey, not uh, feeling it. Kids, uh, I'm sorry. I gotta fight the Joker. You got any money for the bus? <laughs> yeah, need some money exactly. for the bus. So the key to the dark universe is Euchre. So you gotta just you gotta stop that. Stop the dark universe from invading our most intimate of spaces. All right. You know what? Uh, honestly, <laughs> wow, phrasing on that one. I'm I'm it's like I'm not even trying. <laughs> wow, phrasing. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next comic. What do you read? Um, all right, so I'm I've also been reading uh, Superman. You know, I, I stayed on on board the Superman, <laughs> 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 and we've lost Chris. Jen, 
Jen, nudge Chris. Nudge him. <laughs> nudge him. <laughs> yeah. No, mommy, I want to make cookies. What? I've been reading. So I stayed on the Superman train. I've been really happy with with what they've been doing on Superman. And I, I finished. Wait, doesn't this one have uh, uh Isn't this the one like finding out who Mr. M is or something like that? We, or we Mr. Ha- Oz? We, we haven't found out who Mr. Oz is yet. That's that's coming. Right. That's right. that's and coming it, up. Didn't the comic actually it literally says who is Mr. Oz? Well, I, I think. A lot of people think that Mr. Oz is actually going to be Oz, Oz, yeah, Oz, Ozmandias. You say Ozmandias, I say Ozmandias. You say potato, I say tomato. 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 <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> um, no, but what, what I was reading in Superman was a conclusion of this story arc. Yeah, which I is saw it. It looks, Re- it looks interesting. Re- Revenge. Yeah. Re- so it's like the most overpowered Superman antagonist team ever. It is the best. Is a dish. Best serves gold. Oh, oh, very nice. Like Thank you, yeah. Mr. Montalban. Yeah. So, so get this. Just as a reminder, if if you forgot or fell asleep, um, <laughs> so this is Superman, right? He, his okay. This is the team he's going up against. Right. This is this is the this is the all star. Right, let me guess. Let me guess. I want to yeah. guess. I want to okay. guess. 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 All right. Parasite. Nope. Mongol. Yep. Lex Luthor. Nope. Solomon Grundy. Nope. Mm, Brainiac. Nope. This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play this game anymore. This it's stupid. Well, I mean, how? That's literally. Well, like, let me let me give. Are you the, they his? Let me give you the roster. Yeah, they're from his. They're okay. So let me rephrase. Metallo. They're not metal. Yes. That's dumb. They're not. <laughs> they're not necessarily. T one thousand with kryptonite. They're Great. they're not necessarily uh, his. Greatest enemies, is I would Darkside say. Dark side there, but they're more. No, not no dark side. Doomsday. They're, they're no, no doomsday. What the hell? Well, I will enlighten you, sir, if you will so permit me God to do so. Damn it! They're, they're probably his most overpowered antagonist team. So you got Metallo. Yeah. Uh, you've got General Zod. He's dead. Uh, no, no, no. He's not. De- no, not. In well, the he was. He was put in the negative zone, even still in the comic books. How did he get out? Uh, he he is because uh, Amanda Waller got him out or Taylor. something. And he was working. What was that? Spoiler. <laughs> He's working on it for the Suicide Squad. What about the, is it the guy that can't speak there too? No, non. <laughs> you, you're getting you're, you're getting your Richard Donner verse confused with your mainstream DC verse. They all should be congruent, but probably you know that's the problem we, we're having lately. They, um, so then you also had Blunk. Do you remember Bl- Blunk is a newer supervillain? He's got telekinesis and telepathy. Uh, no. No. Okay. Then we've got so tell me more. Cyborg, <laughs> Cyborg Superman. All right, that's kind of cool. Uh, and uh, Eradicator. Oh, I do like that. Eradicator's a badass. Yeah. So you've got like Superman's most overpowered. Yeah, but not his most famous villains. That's not his most thing. famous villains. That sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. That so, really sucks. So it, it's it's just, if you wanted to, I'm just saying if you wanted to put him up because his most powerful enemies. No, no. Um, no. Doomsday and Darkseid aside. Okay. Uh, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is a hero now. In Paras- fact, parasite. In in fact, parasite. Yeah, definitely. Mongo. Mongo's on the team. I said Mongo was on the team. Mongo. 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 Candy Graham for Mongo. I was just gonna say that. God damn it. Candy Graham for Mongo. Me Mongo. Oh, don't don't shoot him. If you shoot him, you'll just make him mad. <laughs> Mongo like candy. Mongo, stay with Sheriff Bart. <laughs> so, so yes, Mongo was on the team. Mongo's on the team. See, now you want to read this. <laughs> you wanna, yes, a special issue of Superman written by Mel Brooks. I'm going to be very pissed off because I'm not going to see a cowboy with his with his mining hat on. And you know how Superman beats him? With the candy gram. <laughs> and then he waddles off. And dun, 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 you know I'm not going to get credit for this. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, I'm so, sorry. So, no, that's it's all right. I, I know Superman hasn't been your jam lately. I, um, I don't know, man. Like, here's the other thing that bothers me. Okay, Superman has some of the greatest villains that I absolutely love, mm-hmm. but then he's got some stupid ones too. Who? who like Toy Man? Oh no! I think Toy Man. Toy Man is a and the way he was done in the animated series. No, I'll give you that. Where he looked like that weird doll. He had, it was, was like a bobblehead. That was, was kind of creepy. Weird. Yeah, see, that's yeah. different. Deaniverse. Represent. But, but see, I like that. But like, then they turned him into like a eighteen-year-old Japanese kid. Who was in DC Metal, by the way? Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. I did notice that. Um, just to jump back to DC Metal, what did you think about uh, all of the uh, Justice League uh, joining up uh, kind of Power Ranger style? In the, in the Gladiator Into thing? a big mech? Yeah. The gla- oh, that was really fucking stupid. Uh, yeah. So what happens is is they're in these Gladiator armor. By the way, um, so... We're, we're talking about DC yeah, Metal yeah. again, by the way. So who's, who's leading... Who's running the the gladiators i'm trying to remember it's mongol all right so mongol's doing it but he takes away all of their powers so batman basically becomes in charge you notice that shit by the way and and you also you got to give i got to give the writer um scott snyder some some credit no i do because the the guy's incredibly creative and the thing that i like though is he used stuff from other comic books like flash's boots are from this world and this and that the the boots were from the dominators which is an alien species superman is depowered because the s on his costume is made up of uh a hundred of red kryptonite red red, uh red suns it was like 100 red red suns sure sure sure. but anyway so they don't have powers anymore so they all got to come together come together come together oh i was thinking like gladiator all right over me anyway Anyway, we'll do that later. We'll, we are going to do a Justice Nerds karaoke one day. We are. Um, so anyway, uh, so they have to fight these, like, robots built by Toy Man yeah. to, to come in. And they end up, like, opening their mouths, and there's this little logo. Their logo. Spoilers. Like, there's this little, like, bat logo or a little Aquaman logo, and they got to punch that. And then it destroys, and then they're able to go inside and control it. And then they all come together and It's morphin' time! And they become the Justice Zord. Go, go, Justice League Zord! Power Rangers meets defeating a Zelda boss where you gotta hit, like, a particular Yes, it's exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. Scott Snyder, you are... You have... Way more talent than I do as a writer. I'm going to say this right now, uh, and so I apologize. I'm not feeling metal yet, and I really yeah, thought that, that that was. I thought that the 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 Power Ranger Justice League thing was kind of dumb. However, I will say this: I thought your way of incapacitating each of the Justice League members incredibly creative and uh, really showcased your talent there. Um, and he writes Batman very well too. Yeah, yeah. He he really uh, uh, has Batman's voice. So um, anyway. Uh, that's okay. We're, we're not going to go back to Superman because I don't, I don't want to put you to sleep. Uh, what have you been reading, my friend? All right. So, yeah, once again, we haven't done a lot of the homework. Actually, uh, because, and we're going to talk about this in our next segment, a little Netflix TV show got released. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm talking about, uh, of course, uh-huh. The Defenders. Uh-huh. And their lawyer. And their lawyer. <laughs> Well, it's funny. Like, you look and you're like, the Defenders and their nurse. 
And the rest. And their <laughs> kung fu instructor. And, and their Chinese food maker. You know, all this all this weird shit. But anyway, um, so I went back and I started reading the Frank Miller issues of Daredevil. Classics. So, you know, it's him versus Bullseye, the beginning of Elektra, the, mm-hmm. you know, the... Um, Daredevil vs. Punisher series, so I mean it's it's pretty awesome. So I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, it's like I said, it, you have to go back to be able to uh, understand and like what's going on, like where the source material is coming from. So oh, definitely that that Frank Miller run on Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, I think it, yeah. it's it's what. What people, you know, for a long time, and and I'm I'm you know paraphrasing actually the words of the great Kevin Smith, Daredevil for a long time was just a second rate Spider. He was a poor man's Spider Man. No, I agree. Until Frank Miller came along and you know did a lot of. I mean, he did some cool shit. He gave him a a good backstory. He introduced his mother might be. So who who might his mother be? Aunt May. No, his mother's a nun. Oh, that's right. His mother's the nun. That's right. Um. You know, Frank Miller, you know, he added layers. I mean, he added some layers to that character, and he introduced the whole uh, the, the whole issue of the uh, the whole mythos behind the hand. And uh, he took uh, he took the Spider-Man villain Kingpin and turned yeah. him into what he is today. I mean, whatever your cool image of Wilson Fisk well, and that as was exists the thing, like, due to Frank Miller. You know, with, with that, they have this whole big thing with, like, Vanessa, you know, and, and they talk about that. And, his, his wife. And... Uh, Kind of a spoiler alert, but it's been seven. I want you to get to safety. Well, but here, actually, one of the comics, and honestly, it's not really a spoiler. I mean, this damn thing was written in the 70s. Um, if I haven't read it, it's new to me. So they're at a warehouse where somebody had kidnapped Vanessa, mm-hmm. and they were making the Kingpin trade his secrets. See, Kingpin had secrets on all of his lieutenants that he was going to turn in to state's evidence so that way he could because he and Vanessa were living in Japan. So he was away from crime. He was out of the, out of the bar, you know, out of everything. And, mm-hmm. um, so, uh, you know, he was, he was, he wanted to, to get out of the life uh-huh. and he was going to, every time he tried to get out, they, they kept pulling him well, back Well, that in. was the thing. Like he had it and he, he didn't want to, he didn't want to give it away. Um, so they stole, they took Vanessa. Well, anyway, so they're in this giant, like, building that's under construction so it's basically just like the steel girders and everything like that mm-hmm. well the thing blows up okay he can't find vanessa Uh-oh. vanessa's underneath all of the steel and everything like that so he's presumed that she's dead and turk which is kind of funny because you see him in daredevil you see him in luke cage you see him so just a little quick wikipedia turk is like a like a he's gunzel. a stoolie. he's yeah he's, he's basically like a, a stooge who has been kind he's of he's in everything he's in yeah he's he's in everything he's actually if you read dark knight returns uh frank miller put a little reference uh about oh, that's him cool. in there yeah 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 so anyway sorry turk so, so anyway so so turk's like boss we gotta go mm-hmm. we gotta go and he like leaves you know and, he, and he's like and it actually changes his life because he got out of the criminal world for Vanessa. So then he ends up turning and is like, well, I have nothing else to live for. So therefore, I'm going to go back to what I'm doing. And he becomes the kingpin again, you know, because he refuses to be called the kingpin. Like when people call him the kingpin, he would like slap the crap out of him. Kind of like when people call uh, Buford Tan and Mad Dog, you know, Mad Dog. I hate that name. Nobody calls me Mad Dog. 
fucking shit from Alabama. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah. So I I loved. And this was all Frank Miller. This is all stuff Frank Miller. Okay. I I love that. I gotta stuff. check that out. Now it's neat for me. Is I, this is this born again or no? Uh, I'll, yeah, I think it is actually. Oh, okay, all right. So, but I I gotta I gotta tell you one little part to it. I always thought that was kind of silly. So, you know, what's Daredevil's weapons? Uh, the batons. Billy clubs. Yeah. Yeah. They literally yeah. call them billy clubs. But what are they during the day? Oh, there is uh, his walking stick. Now here's the thing. They didn't use the the popularity of the walking stick was not the one that we're using today where it's like a straight line. What it was was actually like a hooked cane. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah. like in the comic books, he would press a button and the hook part would like get like he would put a little it blue pill. It would viagorize. It really he'd put a little blue pill in it and So I always looked at that and I was like <laughs> And and uh, like literally, you know what's funny? <laughs> if you could see, if you folks oh, at yeah. home could see the see the Jen's look. face, literally, she's like, "That mm. is the silent sound of a facepalm." <laughs> it's like she's literally looking at us like, "You children in you your are, sandbox." You are men. You are men, child. She's like, "You child, you children in your sandbox." <laughs> but you know what's the problem? Like me being like thinking cosplay wise and everything like that. I'm like. How would that work? <laughs> I mean, he presses the button, and then it's perfect. I mean, how does? I mean, what kind of material is actually going to bend like that and then stay like that? I mean, come on. These are the things that preoccupy our minds, Jen. Yeah. These are the things. Yeah. Comment from the female perspective. Th- there is no comment. There is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Does Does he like lean over to you like in the evening, and and is he like elbowing you and like, honey, honey, look at this, look at this. His no, cane. I, have, I haven't look. yet. I haven't. It gets viagorized. No, you know it's funny. You, you would think, like, I would nudge her and be like, so, do you think Dr. Doom, like, lives in his house by himself? Or <laughs> do you think he has, like, other people on his house? <laughs> I mean, someone's got to do the dishes. Does he have servants? He's got robots, I know that. But Are like, they well paid? <laughs> and that was the other thing. I'm like, well, where do the servants live? Do you ever think he gets lonely? <laughs> where does the robots live? I mean, do they all just go in at night and plug themselves in? I mean, how does this work? You know, like, I have these stupid theories. Like, I... I it's with anything. Like, I always think about it afterwards. Like, do you think Alfred goes on vacation? I mean, the last time he did, he went to a spa, and then he almost got killed. And with that, we are way, way, way off the rails. So so if I'm understanding you right, Daredevil, uh, Frank Miller run, you recommend it? Absolutely read it. All I right. mean, you kind of need to for you to be, if you like the character, I, this is this is the Bible of it. Well, that that's a good tie-in because later on in movie talk, yeah. uh, we're we're going to be doing uh, your and Jen's uh, non-spoiler review, right? Of uh, of Defenders. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, movie talk? Yeah. All right, let's do some movie talk. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits eighty-eight miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. This episode was badly written. Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Someday she just can't get rid of a bomb. So, uh, I'm. I, we were talking about this a little bit before the show. Yes. I'm I'm a Stephen King fan. Um, book and movie, or no? I I I, I do like his book. I, uh, to be honest, I find him a bit wordy. Yes. Uh, some of his shorter stories uh, I've enjoyed. Um, Cycle of the Steve, Werewolf. Steve, Stephen King goes to the zoo. 
Stephen King goes to the zoo. Stephen King uh, goes to visit the doctor. No, no, a little longer than that. Um, Cycle of the Werewolf is one that I've enjoyed. Um, That was uh, that eventually got turned into Silver Bullet. I was just going to say, wasn't that Silver Bullet? I loved that movie. Yeah, I I, Salem's Lot. I did. Yes, is one of the all-time. Like honestly, that is the scariest book slash movie ever. I don't care what anybody says. That movie still scares the crap out of me. You know, to be honest, I've never seen it. I'm telling isn't you, that, isn't that strange? It's it's scary, dude. I like it. You can't watch it at night. I'm telling you, don't watch it at night. I so I mean, as a uh, Jen, you 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 don't read uh, Stephen King. Did you read at any all? at all? No, I actually get afraid of my own shadow in my house. So. Uh, all right, yeah. okay. But like Christine, I mean, he, do, do, are you? Do you read any of Stephen King's books? I did. At I all? did. Which ones have you read? Well, what's funny is like, um, so I read Salem's Lot. Okay. I read it. Okay. All right. And I, uh, but then the other one is I read the Green Mile. John Coffee. You know what I mean? So it's you know. Be- like, like the drink, yeah. just just not spelled the same. Just, yep. Yeah. John Coffee. You know what I almost? You know why there was a pause? Because I almost I almost said. And Ed Dufresne was my friend. <laughs> I always get those two movies confused in my head. Shawshank Redemption One and is a lot more gruesome than yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you that. And Ed Dufresne. He was a tall drink of water. Now, this one had uh, got, a, got a mouse with Mr. Jingles he, to go to the circus. Mr. Jingles, gonna, he gonna go to the circus. It's in Florida. I'm not being racist. That's how he talks, okay? All right? Don't be douchebags, all right? We're going to get hate mail. Oh, my God. Just Us Nerds podcast, a bunch of racist douchebags. No, I love Michael Clark Duncan. May he rest him. in peace. I, I miss, miss him. him. I thought he was a great kingpin. Just get off my dick already, all right? I mean, it's 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 how we talked in the goddamn movie. Anyway. Like how angry I am. And like so, but yes, like, I read a bunch of Stephen King. Okay. So so what we're talking about, it's a book that you mentioned. Yes. It. So they're they're oh. they're remaking. They are Stephen King's It. They are. Did, now, did you watch? Were you a fan of the original miniseries? I watched it maybe twice in my entire life because I'm telling you, dude. Like Pennywise scared the crap out of me. So, so for those of you that aren't in the know, like maybe Jen, you you don't read uh, or or watch uh, any Stephen King uh, movies. Well, she's gonna see this new one. Well, um, what the the it, the because I gotta go and see it. What. Yeah. Oh, you didn't realize you were going. Yeah. Who the what now? Who in the what now? What the what now? What in the what? Um. So just a, a, a the the quick uh, rundown on it. It uh, you know takes place uh, in uh, the town of Derry, Maine, where there's a monster. Where he's actually f- he's from Maine. Oh, he's from yeah. All of his stories. So take, all his take stories normally in, take place in Maine. In, in Maine. Yeah. And uh, where there there is a a, a monster, sort of this uh, it's it, like a demon, eternal type. being, like a Cthulhu almost yeah. type creature. That uh, that basically feeds off of children. children. Yeah, f- feeds his off name of is Pennywise, and he. he he's I, thought, I thought it was supposed to be about a clown. His well, name is Pennywise. The, well, the clown is called Pennywise. Right. Uh, the the creature itself, I think, actually has the children refer to it as as it. it. But yeah. uh, the thing is, the the creature is a shapeshifter. Yeah. So uh, and it can take the appearance of anything that its victim is most frightened of. And the way that I've always kind of thought so of so it's kind of a boggart from Harry Potter. It's like yes, it's like a boggart. And and the way that I've always conceived of it is, the fear, if you will, is sort of like the seasoning to the steak. Like we taste good to him, right? But when we're afraid, we're, we taste that even, much better. We taste that much better, and so th- there's incredible possibilities with this in the book. Because I've been doing some research yeah, yeah. kind of in preparation for the show. Um, in the book, original, I've read it 
but I read it a long time ago in high school. Right, right, right. But he he was taking the form of like keep in mind the story. The original story takes place in like the nineteen. 50s, 60s. Yeah. So he's taking the form of like Boris Karloff's Frankenstein. Oh, that's so uh, cool. Michael Landon's that's right. I Was a Teenage Werewolf. That's right. Uh, the Shark in Jaws. So wait a minute, it's got to be taking place more in like 1970s if it's The Shark in Jaws. It's The Shark in Jaws. Um, and, and so they could never do that in the television movie because of all the copyright infringements. But well, it would be interesting to see if they could do something like that mi- now. Well, who knows with the new movie? I mean, they might They might now. I mean, I don't see why Steven Spielberg would have an issue or whatever. Universal, I think, it, is Universal putting out it? I, I'm not sure who's distributing it. But uh, <laughs> as I said, I did my homework, but I can't tell you that. <laughs> nice jab. What, what do you think of the tra- – how many of these trailers have you seen oh, so I've far? Oh, I've seen a bunch. So what? what is your – what's your take on it? What's the What feel do you get off of this? Now – Part of me feels that this is kind of a money grab. Like, it's it's a, just another remake. However, I feel that they have now more of the technology to, to make this better. And the, the kid... And an, uh, and an R rating, too. Yeah, yeah. And the kid who is playing Pennywise... He's not. He's kind of a weird kid, but like. Didn't he play Hannibal in uh, in the? Uh, I have no idea. In the, the only Hannibal thing I Lecter remember series? him from. Do you remember the? Uh, we are the John. We are the Millers. Yeah. He was yeah. the creepy kid that got bit by the spider. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's all I remember him from. Oh, all right, all right. He was in Maze Runner too. His, his name is uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, he's one of the jerks he, from that. Now he, he's one of the the Skarsgård family. Incidentally, like they get a lot of work. Like you've got. You've got Stellan Skarsgård. He's right. he's the professor in Avengers. You got the Skarsgård who plays uh, who played the vampire in True Blood, the the Viking. Jen's looking at me like I have three heads right, right. now. I'm bad with names. Okay. Do you, do you want me to tell you something that's creepy about this? Now there was Bra- something I was down. telling you before the show. Tell me before. Tell me. Lay it on me. All right. Now you remember reading the story, right? Yeah. Yeah. In in it. Yeah. When it feeds. Yeah. How long does it stay buried for? I remember this. It's it's like it's like a I don't remember is it like 37 years? It's 27. 27 years. off by a decade. Hold on. Damn it. Hold on. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not ready. Okay, now I'm ready. The original it movie. Yeah. Came out in 1990. 1990. 27 years ago. It's 27 brilliant. years. Brilliant. So brilliant. But I just turned 27. <gasps> so Am I going to die? <laughs> You're related. We'll somehow. have to just wait and see. Yeah, we're gonna find, <laughs> we'll find out today. We're, we're gonna find out. <laughs> so, but yeah, they. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think, uh, I, I think I'll tell you I'm though. happy about this because I'll be honest. As much as I have enjoyed some of the Stephen King movies that have come out, I have found that the direct TV movies to be where they're they're a little weaker. Salem's Lot was a TV movie, though. It it was, but I'm gonna rattle off some names, and you you just tell me what you thought. So the original It with Ugh. Pennywise was good. Oh, come think, on, dude, that's terrifying. Think, and it was Tim Curry. It, that's the thing. Oh no, no respect to Mr. Tim now, Curry. He was he was brilliant. I'm trying to think. Um, I just think they were hampered by the fact that it was television, and there are things that you can't do on television that, with a hard R, you can do that right, are more, right. more frightening. I, I gotta, I, I gotta find this because I got, I got a Tim Curry thing that I, I thought the, was the Langoliers neat. was another one that I thought. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw the. That was another no. Stephen King uh, movie translated to to uh, television, and you know, I, I feel my one complaint about the Stephen King movies is I feel that they have a really 
strong start, but they usually have sort of a weak finish. Uh, yeah, kind of. I can see that. So, Jen, you don't read any any horror at all, or or, or any suspense? No, nope. really. Huh. Interesting. I'm too paranoid for that. All right. All right. So, yeah, we have this movie coming out. I, I, I like what I've seen. I mean, technically, it looks impressive. Uh, I thought it's kind of cool that they have one of the kids from Stranger Things. Yeah. Did you, you notice yes. that? Um, so, I, I don't know if that was... Which yeah. kid? Uh, I think it's the one who plays... It's uh, the main kid. Lu- Lucas. Lucas, yeah. Is it Lucas? Yeah. Um, speaking of Stranger Things, we have that coming uh, oh, yeah, this, this October. Are you Now, were you a Stranger Things I fan? I was. I thought it was really good. All right. So we got, an, we got oh, that coming out. All right. So I do have something that I thought was kind of neat. Okay. So Tim Curry. And this is why I say the man is, is creepy. Okay. Uh, well, I, I mean, not him. No, 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 no. But he can portray he, he, it very he can, well. He can portray creepy. Well, here's yeah. the thing. He auditioned for the role of Judge Doom in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Really? Yes. That eventually went to Christopher Lloyd. Yes, yes, yes. They only did not pick him because he scared the hell out of them. Really? They found his portrayal of Doctor er, uh, Judge Doom so scary that they're like, we can't put this in front of kids. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Where'd yeah. you read that? That's I, I, there was one of those like. Ten facts about factoids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. So he auditioned, but he was so creepy that they're like, "No, we can't use that." And I'm sure that you know this, but maybe Jen doesn't know this. He was also uh, originally their pick for the voice of the Joker he was. for the Batman animated series, uh, which which is good for me. I mean, he's very fitting. I mean, no, no, it would be really scary though. It would. He, he's it ex- really. Would. He's a very you know, the man's a very very talented actor. Um, so yeah, we, we got that coming out. That's that's exciting. All right, let's do um, let's do this hunk of turd because I've got more to add to it. Okay, all right. So a story came out recently, uh, and I'm getting this from a Rolling Stone article that came out. We're gonna we're gonna collectively Seriously, we're man. gonna just try to get through this together, gang. Um, so Rolling Stone recently uh, helped break the news that there's gonna uh, DC is gonna have a new standalone film about the origin of Batman's most infamous foe, the Joker, right. and. Uh, so uh, Todd Phillips, uh, director of The Hangover, <laughs> of, of all, all things, all things. Is, is set to direct, co-writing the script with uh, Eight Mile screenwriter Scott Silver. Uh, and Martin Scorsese is reportedly attached as the producer. How the hell they got him attached to this, I have no idea. Dude. No, no, wait, no, shut your mouth. Man's a legend. Um, so the, But here's the kicker. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. The new Joker right. in the movie. Uh-huh will be a new actor. It's not going to be Jared Leto. It's not going to be Jared Leto. I almost said it's not going to be Heath Ledger, but... You know. No, it's definitely <laughs> it's, not it's going definitely to be. It's definitely not going to be Heath Ledger. It's definitely not going to be him. So, all right, thoughts. Let's go round table. Jen, you've been super quiet. Yeah, I want to hear from you. I want you to start this I want, you, I want your feelings. I want emotion. I want, I want a real moment right now. I just... I want to know which Joker origin they choose. I mean, really, there's there's... Only two that I can think of. They either go the Jack Napier route where he was the gangster and does all that, or they're going to do the killing joke where he's the failed comedian and they murder his wife and all that kind of stuff. Or, and or maybe they're going to do something completely new that we've oh never seen before. God, I hope they don't. He, here's uh, – okay, so um, just a show of hands, uh, who, <laughs> which is of course lends itself so great to a yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> show of jazz hands. Who was clamoring for a Joker origin story? Yeah, there's crickets. There is a lack of jazz hands. I, see, I don't, I don't need hands? it. What? What's that? Jared Leto hands. Jared Leto hands. Yeah. Well, here's my thing with that though. 
that could have been a very good Batman story. Yeah. You could have yeah. you could have had one where you show both of, you know, the yin and the yang. You show Batman's life and how Joker's life was was close to his and that's why they're fighting and that's why they're always in that eternal struggle. But no. You choose to do this, you know, crap and now we're going to have two jokers because I don't know if you know this or not. Jared Leto has already signed on to do Suicide Squad 2 and Birds of Prey. You got to wonder, is he regretting the chain of events that led him to this point in well, his I life would, right now? I would with that damage tattoo across my forehead. It's a, you mean I'm stuck with this for the entire time? Yeah. I, well, maybe the Joker can apply some makeup and cover it up got or something it. like that. I told you, the only part in that movie that I liked with the Joker was when he was in the tuxedo shooting a machine gun because I was like, that's the closest to the Joker I got. You know, here, here's my just here's my two cents or buck fifty, whatever you want to call it. Um, I am not clamoring for a Joker no. origin movie. No. Uh, for me, one of the things that is almost that, that some is more terrifying about a villain is you don't know where he comes from. You don't know what his motivations. Now, you and I will disagree on this, no, and no, that's no. fine. But what what I loved about Heath Ledger's Joker, yeah, was that every time he would give his origin he story, he would give him a different yeah, version. Yeah, no, no, no. And see, I liked, I, I did like that. You like that? I okay. liked the anonymity of it. I, I thought that was kind of neat. Um, by the way, speaking of which, I don't know if you heard in the comic books, they are finally having the Joker's real name and giving him his name. Yeah, I've I've heard that but too. It's and it's I, Jack Napier. So for me, I'm like, okay, we're just gonna stay with the '89. That's cool. I guess it's a, you know, I don't want to totally shit in their apple pie. I mean, I get it. They're, no, they're, they're doing to, a fine job of doing it themselves. No, I mean, they're, they're trying to pay homage to the fans of the 89 film, and that's cool. It's just, my, my opinion is, I think one of the things that makes the Joker Actually, more interesting is that you don't know where he comes well, from. Well, you know, not for nothing, but they already did pay homage to it. In one of the Batman the Animated Series episodes, uh -huh. they are going through the files, and they have the Joker, and he goes, real name, Jack Napier. Jack Napier, yeah. And they do yeah. that, and you're yeah. like... Okay, so they've already done it. But now I have another thing to add okay. to this. Not only are we now going to have a standalone Joker movie, yeah. they have announced that... Drumroll. That the Batman... Yeah. Okay? The movie that they're doing, uh -huh. the Batman, uh -huh. has nothing to do with the DC Justice League universe. Is that confirmed? That's confirmed. Where, where'd you read that? I read that on uh, a couple of my of my comic book sites. Everybody is saying that that now. Chris is like Woodward and Bernstein. He doesn't like to reveal his sources. I'm not, I'm not telling you. But the <laughs> thing is, so now. That is journalistic integrity, if I've ever heard it. But now the thing is, well, I mean, you heard what Casey Affleck was saying. I, I, I think he was drunk, uh, to be honest I, with you. I hear tell of that. I don't know how valid that is. Uh, so there's a story recently that Casey Affleck was saying that his brother was out as Batman. He goes, he's I, done, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. Well, I don't know okay. how so here's my thing, though. Really reasonable that is. So now, more than likely, if they mm -hmm. do a standalone Batman movie, mm -hmm. Ben Affleck is not going to be Batman. So that means, uh, so means uh -huh. we're going to have two Jokers and two Batman. I don't like this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I don't. Well, I'm gonna wait for confirmation if this is true. I'm gonna preface it by saying if this is true, I, I oh, don't like this either. Oh, it seems. It seems by. rather rather sloppy. I'll I'll show you um, that it's true. But yeah, I, um, I am I am by no means a Marvel fanboy because 
Um, Not I, me I can either. Tell you that I think that DC Isn't in that terms of sad. Like we we are like the definitive DC fans, and we're. I, I think they've been killing it with uh, with the writers, uh, with the stories that they've been churning out with their their rebirth. So I think their writing's been better than Marvel. But according to ComicBookMovie.com, uh, ComicBookCBR.com. Yep, CBR. Okay. The Batman director, Matt Reeves, now says the movie is not part of the extended universe. And I quote, Well, I have a vision for a way to do something with the character that feels to resonate with me personally. And a perspective that can grow out uh, into other things. When they, Warner Brothers, approached me, uh, what they said was, Look, it's a standalone. It's not part of the extended universe. Wow. So there you have it. Okay. That's from the director. You know what? I, I bet you. I, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, because Affleck left, I'm wondering if Warner Brothers was giving him a bunch of shit, and they, maybe they really wanted Matt Reeves, and he's like, look, I'm not touching this unless you tell me I have carte blanche to do whatever well, I want with it. You know, or maybe he's trying to take this character and be like, no, 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 no. You're screwing it up. We need to look what Marvel's doing or whatever. We need to keep the continuity of all of this. We need to have this all together. And they're like, no, we're not going to make money that way. Um, Jen, I mean, do you have an opinion about this one way or another? I mean, would it matter to you? They're making a bunch of Batman to make the Metal series. That's it. Jen has cracked the code. I don't want to live on this planet it's anymore. The st- it's the start of the Metal Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah. I-, I think it's just becoming confusing. It's a little. Uh, this is literally like the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, no. Now we're going to have the spectacular we're Spider-Man. We're going to have a reboot. Oh, no. Now we're going to have Spider-Man Homecoming. Except, oh, no. Now except, we're going to have Spider-Man 44. Except in reverse. Yeah. Because Spider-Man started outside the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He was rebooted twice. And then on the third reboot, he was rebooted into the series. Now, DC, man, they really are doing the opposite of the Marvel I formula. Know, man, They're like, okay, we're going to, you know what? Those guys start with single mo- hero movies and then do a ensemble flick screw that man we're gonna go the opposite way we're gonna do ensemble flick first and you know what we're gonna actually boot one of our characters out of the extended universe you know what, what bothers me <laughs> we too are the anti-marvel like i literally think like i i want to grab warner brothers in dc and i just want to sit down with them and say seriously are you doing this shit on purpose <laughs> do you I, hate us no, I mean... Why it, do you hate us? It has nothing to do with hating. It's just like they're doing this shit on purpose. Like, I look at them and they're like, you know, we're going to take Batman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to take Batman. Okay. Yeah. You know what we're going to do? Well, you want to have him in the Justice League movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah, know what? We're going to have him stay... We're going to have him put him in his own movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has nothing to do with the other movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I mean... It's know, edgy. Yeah. <laughs> we. Need, you know what? You know what kids love? Kids love the Joker. So why don't we give them their own movie, but it has nothing to do with any of our other movies? <laughs> Let's have the... <laughs> that Batman and that Joker will get together in a movie? No, th- I bet you they don't, because what if said it's, it's a one and done. What if it's going to be like the Venom movie, where you have a, a standalone Joker movie in a, in a universe where Batman doesn't exist? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I literally look at this, and I'm I like, don't get it. this is fucking stupid. It does, it does seem a little cash-grabby. Um, anyway. You're on notice. <laughs> um, all right, well... We'll see. We'll see how that situation unfolds. Well, now it's time. We're going to do our Chris and Jen's first. This is the first time I think you guys have. No, yeah. is it the first time you've um, done a re- movie? No, it's not. not. the first time I've ever talked to you. Ever. Oh, ever. Damn it. Ever. Okay. Well, 
It's still very exciting. Chris and Jen are going to do their non-spoiler review of the Netflix Defender series. Okay. Why don't you start? Electric nachos. That's right. Electric nut. It's electric. But if you haven't figured it out, all right. So the Defenders is the culmination of all of the Netflix series. Finally, we get Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and the Iron Fist all in the same room together. And their nurse. And their nurse. And their lawyer. And their kung fu instructor. And their drunk detective. Yes. What? And their bouncer. Jessica Jones, she's the drunk detective. Yeah, 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 but she's already there. She's, she's a defender. defender. Right. But she's the defender. I know, but I just... So if you mean, it would be the defenders and her junkie secretary. Does she have a junkie secretary? Yeah, I remember. Well, he's Did you... not a junkie anymore. He's not a junkie anymore. People can change. And they're a talk show host. Right. I mean, they, they have a bunch of stuff. So anyway, right. we finally get to see them. And for me, they're fighting the coolest villain. They're fighting the hand. So it's a bunch of ninjas, and they're doing all this kind of stuff, and they have a world-dominating plan, and they are led by Sigourney Weaver. Let me tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to hear about this. I have never seen her in a villain role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. I loved it. Really? She can play evil very, very well. Really? What do you think? Jen? I thought she was really cool. Wait a minute. I take that back. She played like an evil stepmother in one of those fantasy movies. I gotta find it. Well, I, I just remember uh, in like the 1980s movie Working Girl with Harrison Ford uh, and Melanie Griffith. She, well, that's she, right. She that's did right. play sort of the antagonist, yeah, but, but she was a snobby bitch. Not really a, 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 a yeah. She's more of like a resting bitch face. Not really a, a, a villain. Now, is Sigourney Weaver? Is she? Is she more of? A, I, I got the impression she's more of like the villain who fights with her mind. She's not She's not a physical threat. No, 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 no. She's a kingpin type, you know, except doesn't blow off the handle. Now, is it is it spoiling too much to say, like, what, to say her relationship to the hand? Because she is not Asian, and the, the hand are, and... Uh, Actually, you find out that there are members of the hand that are of all nationalities. So it's, a, it's an international organization. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find that, so keep talking. So... I mean, as a villain, I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, I see her as Ellen Ripley, but uh, you know, certainly I'm, I'm flexible enough. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing her as a villain, and she's a great actress in her own right. Uh, Jen, what did you think? How, how's the chemistry of every? Once everyone kind of gets together on screen, so now you've got, you know, you've got Luke Cage, you've got. Oh, that's right. She uh, kind of did play a bad person in the movie Holes. Yeah. Oh, uh, in she Holes. She's kind of a villain in that. She's in Holes. Yeah, she's the one who runs the the yard. Remember, she's the. The relation, she's the one with the cowboy hat. The if you come in hat. here, the only thing you're going to get is holes. Yeah, that. Brazing. Brazing. I'm going to tear you a new one. How's the chemistry of, of, of everyone? Does it's, it work? It's about as expected. Matt Murdock doesn't want to trust anybody. Danny yeah. wants to tell everybody who he is, and no one cares. Aw. Well, yeah, you sad know, for him. and then Jessica doesn't want to work with anybody. She's kind of a loner herself, and then... Luke literally has gotten out of pri- just gotten out of prison. His name has been cleared, and he's like, "Look, I'm just trying to help Harlem. I'm just trying to do the right thing, and this is way too much for me." Because remember, he's never dealt with a mystical thing. His show had nothing to do with mysticism, right? Right. So now magic is. is I'm just a bulletproof guy, man. I don't. I don't, I don't want. Is. I don't want none of this hoodoo voodoo. But then you got Danny Rand, who's like, "I am the immortal Iron Fist. 
That is who I am. I am the protector of Kundan. And they're all looking at him like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know. You tell us every time. <laughs> but um, I, I will tell you, and it's not a spoiler. Sure. Only one person is in costume. Really? Daredevil. That's it. Oh, so the re- well, the, uh, the rest don't really have costumes, right? I mean, Danny Luke Cage, does. Luke doesn't really have a costume. Danny, Danny does, uh, and neither does uh, Jessica. Jessica, no, well, they do. Well, their... Jessica does as Jewel, but they refused. They they kind of paid homage to that in in the Jessica Jones. Series. Right, and right. Power Man. Well, uh, yeah, but he's always in a he's yellow like a t-shirt, yellow and t-shirt jeans, and jeans. But he doesn't yeah. wear his crown or his. Uh, his his gauntlets. So right, but, but I, mean, he, I mean, it was hokey. Even in the comics now, he actually. Doesn't. Did you see Luke Cage? I I haven't watched Luke okay. Cage. So do I need? So yeah. question for um, someone who has not seen this: Do I need to go back and watch Luke Cage? What did you think? And you Iron only Fist. saw parts I, of it. I only watched half of Luke Cage. No offense, I just couldn't get into it. Um, I don't think you really need to. Okay. I would recommend it though. I really okay. liked it. I actually put something on like two days before the Defenders release, and it was like a three minute recap. Okay. Of of the defenders, funny. so and it tells you everything that that kind of happened. But oh, I, cool. I actually recommend Luke Cage, but they actually pay a homage to it. Like when he gets his powers, uh-huh. the machine that he was in, he has a metal band across his head, and then he has oh, the, the silver gauntlets. Okay, so, but, all right. Um, so anyway, so uh, they've got to fight the hand. Well, now the hand has their weapon, which is called the Dark Sky, and basically what Black it was sky. is, huh? Black sky. Whatever. So it's dark, <laughs> black, whatever. You go dark enough. You know, if we have black. to read anything out of the Necronomicon, I, I, I let's just vote now that Chris not be the one that that yeah. reads out of it. Clatu <laughs> <laughs> Verata, whatever. Clatu Verata TV guide. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they have the black sky, and what it is is this person basically who is immortal, can't die, and is you know. Uh, Isn't it Electra? And that's the thing. It becomes Electra. So Matt, Matt even says, like, he, he's fighting her and he can smell her. He knows it's her, but he's like, I can't hear her heartbeat. She's like one of the hand yeah. now. She's, he's like, I, she, she's I, undead. Yeah. He's like, I can't, I can't hear her heartbeat. So, Whoa. yeah. But, um, cool. You get so Electra's homages, in this. Yeah. You get a little homages of everything sticks in this. Um, I love him. Uh, it sticks badass, dude. He's, he's like he, he's like your uh, you know your crotchety he's old your old uncle, uncle that's just yeah. mad at you the whole yeah, time. Yeah, who's Con- drinking? Funny and... a dumbass, right? So except that he could like kill you. Yeah, really, yeah. really. Yeah. really? <laughs> but anyway, um, I will say it starts off kind of slow. Okay, you do not see all four of the characters together until the fourth episode in. That's you know what that's fine with me. Okay, that's fine with right. me as long as does it tell a uh, a good. I, I'm okay if yes. if it's a slow build. The story's up, good. If it's telling a good story, I, I think the story is good. Is it so? You have these different characters that in some ways come from different worlds. I mean, especially Danny Rand. Does it give a compelling reason why they would all work together? Yes, um, you kind of you kind of see that. Well, the one thing that I love is each member of the Defenders is a different part of New York City. That's right. So Danny's from Uptown. Right, 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 right. Matt's from downtown Hell's Kitchen. Right. Um, Luke's from Harlem. Mm-hmm. And then Jessica Jones, I think, is either from, like, Brooklyn or Queens or something like that. Okay. So I, I thought right. that was kind of neat that each of them. And here's a little little nugget, little nuance that I noticed. Tidbit. And I really like this. So every character predetermined has already been assigned a color. Okay. So, sure. so Matt is, is red. Red, yeah. Luke, yellow. Okay. Danny is green. Green, right. And Jessica is blue. Blue, okay. 
So now, when you watch like Luke Cage, uh-huh. there is literally a yellowish filter on all of the film. So like when oh, they cool. would do parts with just Luke, it had that yellow filter. Oh, oh that's when neat. you look with Matt, it's got more of that reddish hue. And there's a scene where they're they're. I started noticing it. I'm like. Did you notice that everything's blue in Jessica's apartment? Did you notice, you know, right, the color right. association? Well, they're sitting down at a table. They're, e- mm-hmm. they're eating dinner. And and the camera's, like, in the middle, and it's kind of spinning around them. Mm-hmm. But, like, behind Matt, there's, like, red light. And then behind Luke, it's kind of yellow. Mm-hmm. And then behind Danny, you see kind of the green. And then Jessica's got this blue fish tank right behind her. And I'm like, okay, I, I kind of like, like this. I, I like that. But then as the show progresses, like... They start Matt's forming together. With Jessica, they become purple and, and yeah. Uh oh, purple. Yeah. We know uh, Jessica's history with purple. Hello, Which Jessica. Back. Yeah, they've already confirmed. Come back here, Jessica. They've already confirmed uh, season two is going to have the purple man. How much do you love that David Tennant is on that show, Jen? I I adore that man. <laughs> I adore him. Was he your favorite doctor? Yes. Well, so no. Yes and no. So here's my question. New, new series, yes. Do you like him as the villain, though? I think yes. he plays a really good villain. He's very compelling. He's he's so charismatic. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. The, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So It was kind of nice to see him in a in a darker role. Yeah, um, but I highly recommend this. I know, I know Iron Fist didn't get a lot of good reviews, which I don't understand. I thought it was a great flick. Like, I, I looked at it. One of the best. I liked it. I liked it. Not a lot of people liked it. But, <laughs> I, but the thing is, is it's a kung fu movie. So for right. me, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Right. You right. know. So I, I thought it was great. But for this one, there is a lot of fighting in this. Okay. So I mean, it, it's not, it's not, you know, uh, John Wick, but right. it's, it's, it's a lot of combat and everything. But they each have their own kind of struggles and like. Matt the entire time is trying to convert Electra, and he's he's like, no, she's good, and they're like, you're a moron. Is she what is she like Jewish? She's trying to convert her to nice. Catholicism, trying or to bring her back so that she doesn't. She try gay, to kill trying her. to do conversion therapy because that doesn't work. No, I've tried. She, she's she's trying to kill all of them, and he's like, I know you're a good person. I I know deep down who you are, and I feel the conflict because she you let go of your hate because she doesn't know her name. She doesn't know where she came from. She's only. Uh, Black Sky. Right. So, you cool. know. Little, um, little kind of shades of uh, Winter Soldier and yes, uh, Bucky. Yes. And and it sets up for the next seasons. Nice. So, yeah. I, 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 let's see. Out of out of 10 Defender Ds, how many do you give it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how many Ds do you how give this? How many Ds? I how many, want to say double, but. How many double, double Ds? <laughs> yeah. Out well, of 10. I, I'd say about an 8. Yeah, I, I, like I agree. Eight, I'd give it an eight and a half, actually. I, I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. I'm I'm really excited to see it. I just I haven't had uh, the the time, you know, between moving and my son and and all of that. I, right. I kind of do feel like I want to go back and watch Luke Cage and Iron Fist before seeing it. No, I I think you should. W- which is fine because with Game of Thrones now coming, you know, the season coming to an end, I'm going to need something to watch. Yeah. We don't talk about Game of Thrones too much nah. on the show, but nah. uh, I just want to mention it. You you guys don't watch. It, I'm right? way behind, dude. So don't um, spoil I, anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. In the throat. I'm just going to say that this has been one of the more I've exciting heard this is the more actions. I told you, I was reading the books, and I stopped reading them uh-huh. because it was 400 pages of shit for 100 pages of good action. We, we got to have a a, a a a good Game of Thrones discussion. No, group I'm good once with that. You're, once you're caught up, yeah, we, we got to do that. That is one of the 
for my money, is one of the, the best shows on television yeah. right now. I, I hold that up there with um, uh, Breaking Bad uh, and uh, Westworld and, um, you know, Westworld also just another great show on, on HBO. Um, all right, great. Well, you want to do some toy talk? No, not toy talk. We can't do toy talk. That's not a thing. Let's do some toy box. Where does it get those wonderful toys? Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. Um, so, you know, every once in a while, you know, I cruise on uh, Big Bad Toy Store, and I, I had to show you this. I just thought this was really cool. Way out of my price range. Oh, I, I think I Way saw. I saw these, dude. Range. I saw these. But but check this, man. Check this. I mean, this is. So this is yeah, the man. San Diego Comic Con. We got to get a picture up on our I Facebook page. This is the TMNT collector's case. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. These are the renderings of the characters from, from the cartoon. From, from the cartoon, right? And these are just absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, for I for looking. the for the low low price of two hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. How many figures are you getting? You are you're gifted. getting five or six, right? You're getting all four turtles, which what are about, wait wait wait. That's not including Shredder. I'm you're getting all four turtles. You right. are also getting uh, Shredder, Hamato Yoshi, Shredder. We are uh, also getting uh, two foot soldiers, and, and we're getting. Krang. Krang. Does it come in his suit? So here's or is what the, it just Krang in here, the box? Here's what the box contents include. So we've got the Leonardo figure, which comes with two katanas, an extra pair of hands. Donatello figure with a bow staff, also with an extra pair of hands. Raphael with two sai, extra pair of hands. And a spinning nunchuck. I'm not sure why he would have a spinning nunchuck, but okay. Hey, give it a, maybe, Why not? Why yeah, not? sure. Uh, Michelangelo with two nunchucks, extra pair of hands. He probably has a spinning nunchuck, but the guy was stupid and didn't know. Ma- yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, we got a pizza, a uh, pizza slice, two open communicators, two closed communicators. We've got the shredder with a sword, canister for the ooze, two extra pairs of hands, and a, the the mutagen gun. Do you remember the, yeah, the mutagen yeah. gun? Yeah, I do. Uh, we get the Krang uh, figure with the bubble walker, so it's not Krang in the in the exosuit. It's, it's the just, little thing that he would run around in. Shredder, where am I going to get my body? I've told you. Yeah, I loved that. Okay, Uncle Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Shredder was Uncle Phil. Well, do you know what's something else that I always thought was kind of neat? In the comic books, Mm -hmm. what was the Foot Clan? They were robots. No, they were just ninjas. Oh, oh, in the comic books. I'm sorry. They were regular ninjas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know why they were switched to robots? Oh, yeah, because you can't have turtles hacking off dudes' heads. That's exactly why. uh, They're like, oh, if they break robots... It'll be okay. Yeah, you, you needed cannon fodder troops. So I'm not you gonna. Know. I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. It's three hundred bucks. Yeah, it's three hundred bucks. But you are getting a lot. And and th- I didn't even mention the last thing. You get two foot soldiers with a rifle for each and two pairs of extra hands. So you're getting a lot. Let's say. So let's say if you were so inclined. If and you look were, how detailed they are. If, if you were a collector like myself, I think the only way I could justify this would say. This is the what Jen is shaking her head. I don't no. have. I will, <laughs> I, I will. I will. I will trade in some of my old. I, I will mow lawns for a week. <laughs> I mean, for the rest of the year, they're totally worth it. I think the, you can earn the money. I think the only. I'll drop you off at the corner. You'd be fine. Looking for a good time, sweet cheeks. <laughs> I I think the only way that you could justify this would be like I know to my wife would be that. 
this is the only this is my purchase for the year. Well, not this even is that. What I buy and that's it. I'm not getting anything well, else. For me, it for, would be I'm buying. That would these. be in January, by the way. Yeah, it would be I'm buying these, and I never need to buy another Ninja Turtles action figure ever again. Right. Ever yeah. again. Yeah. Until the next set. No, no. I mean, nothing is going to beat that ever. Nothing is going to beat that. And, and you know what, Jen? You've just hit upon it. Such is the plight of a collector because it's like you think, oh, yeah, this is this is the ultimate. This is my definitive collector. Whatever piece. figure. And then, oh, fuck, they came out with a better one. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's. But seriously, do you think that they would make get one better than that? I don't think so. I as as much as I like it, and even if I could justify the cash, ex- cash expenditure. Well, which, here's the which thing. I, which what I you're clicking right now. Um. I I can't I I can't see me paying for that. For for me for me my favorite shredder honestly is the if I were ever to and I'm you know I'm it's it's on my it's on my someday list. Right. I would love to get so NECA came out with a comic book version shredder right, right, the yeah. Eastman and Laird shredder yeah. which actually came as part of a five pack. But that would be were, that would go good with your you have the Eastman have, and Laird. I have the Eastman Turtles. and Laird Ninja Turtles. So I I think. I, I would prefer, you know, if, if I had a choice, I would I would go with that. No, it's it's definitely See, good. And for me, I, I read the comic books later in life. It was the cartoons that got me started. So for me, those turtles are my definitive turtles. Oh, That's exactly what I need in life. Sure. I mean, everyone has their, their definitive turtles. So, See, no, I can, all right. I, can, I can understand that. So, all right, so our, our next item, yes. yeah, next item that we're looking at, also recently went up on uh, Big Bad Toy Store. So not this, a fan. This is a you, you. You don't like it. Not a fan. Really? Because normally you like the you dig on the flash stuff. It's it's the price. It's the price. Okay. So what we're talking about here is a uh, DC, DC gallery. gallery. So, Jinx, gotta Jinx. buy me a coke. There it is. Um, Superman versus Flash racing statue. Very famous comic. They turn it into multiple cartoons. You know everything like but, that. But this is the rebirth version now. If you look right. at the costumes, um, um, not really. Look at the boots. No, look, man. He's not wearing. Um, hang on. Stand by. He's not wearing. He's not wearing trunks. He's is not. He? He's not wearing trunks. No, he's not wearing trunks. He's got the new belt. Uh, and if you look at um, Flash, Flash, he's got the. He's got the go fast lines. But I'll, I'll tell you. So I'm, it's it's basically a statue of Superman racing for how the Flash. Much? For the low low price of two hundred forty four dollars and ninety nine cents. And how tall is this thing? Ten point four inches. You hear that? That's what she that's said. It? That's it. That's it. That's all. That's what she said. That's what she said. I <laughs> I have a 14 centimeter. Whoa! Uh, oh, hey, hey, yeah. hey! Now, anime statue that I got for a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't care how articulate it is. And to be honest, it's with not you, articulate at all. It's what, a statue. What is the? <laughs> and, and lately, you know what's the the nicest statue I've ever bought? Tell me. My PVC animated Batman that I have. That's one of the nicest statues I've ever bought. Yeah, I like that. And that, that was one. like what 35 bucks? The DC Gallery one. Yeah. Yeah. It's DC okay. Gallery too. This is why I can never really see myself getting into statues because right. uh, that's what we talk about with the figures because they're the poor man statues. They they are they they, they really are the they really are the poor man statues. I'm, I'm gonna correct what I said. It's not 14. It's 40 centimeter. That's right. Statue. Well, now hang on one second. This is again we're talking statue, so it's way out of the price range. But this is probably one of the nicest Moon Knight. No, I'll, gi- I'll give you that. I have I'll ever seen. That. This is a Marvel Premiere Collection Moon Knight statue up on for pre-order on Big Bad Toy Store. Bullet wounds? Um, I think it's like tears in the the, the costume. Um, this. Oh, see, that's cool because that yeah. comes a part of a building. It looks yeah. like he's standing over a building and like Batman. On, it's and it's Conchu. 
It's like you see, you look at the bottom. Oh, it's, that is it's cool. Conchu. See, I like that, but yeah. I'm not paying that. It's yeah, one hundred and thirty-four dollars and ninety-nine cents. The low, low price. Yeah. And how tall is it? Um, and does yeah. it include the base? Yeah, 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 the base yeah. is included. But that's see, that's the thing. Twelve inches. All right, but that's including the base. So yeah. that means that figure the base probably seven, seven well, inches, eight inches. Based on the proportions, it looks like the base would be about three inches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you got to count the base. I mean, when you're measuring, you got to count the base. Well, yeah, because it's all about that base. You can't leave the base out. It's all about that. It's base. not fair Ugh, if you freezing. leave. It. <laughs> it's all about that base. Um. All right. Before we uh, before we conclude this uh, edition of Toy Box, uh, is, is there a toy on your list that you have to have? Is is there something that is on your Grail list that you are looking for? Are do the scalpers having you, you know, pulling out your hair because they're charging eleven billion dollars for a figure that should only retail at nine ninety nine? Well, fear not. Your friendly neighborhood not for profit toy bounty hunters, Chris and Jay, are here to help. Uh, with our courteous service, we are going to help you locate that toy that you're looking for. So all you have to do is email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. It's real simple. You just tell us the toy that you're looking for, and we hunt it down for you. If we can find it in your area, we will give you the location so that you can get it yourself. And if we happen to find it out of state, we will either act as a broker or we will, we will purchase it. We will get the shipping, and you just reimburse us for the cost, and we pass it on to you. We're not looking to make a profit with this. We're just looking to connect nerds with their tchotchkes. Exactly. Um, okay. Hey, so uh, we got an interview coming up. We I'm ex- do. Ex- excited about this one. So we got uh, Mr. J.M. DeMattis. We're going to be doing an interview with him real, real soon. Uh, we're going to be talking about the 30th anniversary of... The, uh, the, the 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 masterpiece that is Craven's Last Hunt, one of my favorite Spider-Man stories. Uh, so we're we're looking forward to having an interview with him. Um, do you have an opinion about something that we've been talking about? Have we got it dead wrong about something? Well, you've got some attitude, Mister, but we want to hear about you anyway. So write us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com, or maybe drop us a line on Facebook. You can do that. Send us a message on our Instagram, or send us an Instagram page picture. Picture. Yeah. You can tell. I'm like I'm like Pappy. I don't know. I, I don't know very much about the Internet. Little pop-pop over Little there. Little pop-pop-pop. Um, or, uh, you know, listen to us. Uh, check us out on SoundCloud. Give us, uh, throw us a like. Throw us a couple of them YouTubes. You know, we like. Subscribe. We, we like them, too. Subscribe. Uh, that's why. That's why you're here, buddy. You're here to uh, yeah. <laughs> straighten out my my technical uh, 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 ignorance. Yeah. Well, gang, that is it for our 41st show. That's we're, right. We're at 41. We're at 41. That's awesome. Um. Yeah. So you know, we gotta get out of here. Uh, Marge, you know, you can drop us off around there. That that looks like a good spot. And thanks for the slim gems. Where'd you get slim gems? Shut up, bro. I stole them out of her glove box. Hey guys, this looks like a nice place. Yeah, the private club of the Satin Helpers. Well, that sounds helpful. There's an awful lot of motorcycles for a seamstress club. What's the worst that could happen? 